Glory to God. You are welcome once again to this podcast, The Fountain of Life. I pray that as you listen to this recording, the revelation of God works in your life, that you may see yourself being transformed into higher dimensions, moving from one realm of glory to another, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ our Lord. May that be your portion. Be blessed. First of all, I would like to start from the book of Exodus, chapter 33, verse 15. This is Moses speaking. Then he said unto him, speaking to the Lord, If your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here. This was in the aftermath of actually the Lord showing him his glory. Because he knew that it is only the hand of God that was able to sustain them and it was only because of the hand of God that we, they were able to move from the land of captivity and now we're on their path and on their way to liberty. The liberty that had only been given unto them by the Lord. But in order for them to reach this point and in order for them to be in position to see certain things they had to accept that indeed it was only the Lord who was going to bring them to that place of settlement and of peace. Because you know that there are other people who actually rebelled. Uh, When you read your Bible, you know of the mixed multitudes. Because for them they decided, no. They were going to bring confusion. So for a large part, many times when we move around, and we are talking about God, we think because his plans have already been established, we are going to sleep and just be comfortable and certain things just work out just like that. No. We have to make a decision and we have to enter into that place where we have decided on our own that indeed there is no one else that we can look unto apart from the Lord because he's the only one who is able to carry us. You know the scripture in Deuteronomy 30, verse 19, which says, I call heaven and earth as witnesses unto you this day, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your seed may live. For a very long time, we always thought that when the Lord has already planned this. It is going to happen regardless. Not knowing that we had a decision to play. Okay, I'm, I'm talking about the long time before uh, knowing Christ. Now, we lived a life where we thought so much was already affected. So there's nothing much that we could do about it. After all, was decided. I, I I had a roommate at campus and all the time he always used to talk about fate. I, that if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. But of course as I got to know the Lord and started involving myself in the deeper things of God, I realized that there are so many things that we're able to change on our own. Even by our mindset and by the strides that we, that we make. Because there are so many things that do not make sense. There are so many things that when you look back, you wonder how you manage to overcome them. But when you think harder, you realize 
it took uh, it took a bit of faith much as you could have been young in salvation but it took a bit of faith where you like god you all that i need right now you see many times the world as we know it they are things that are going to be thrown at us and you do not know how to overcome them but you know that these are some of the things that have actually been put by man of course working through uh, through the enemy the devil now how about situations where you know that this is something that needs a higher power to come through for you because you do not know how to explain certain things in the bible you remember uh, the man who was born blind whom uh, the lord jesus christ uh, made to see and his disciples came and asked him now this man okay did he sin for him to become blind or it was his parents that made him blind they are certain things that we see around us and there are certain people that we see around us and we don't know whether to cry with them or feel sorry because the kind of situations that they are living are so painful that even look at your issues like they don't exist because it's hard to explain certain things when you see the kind of uh, difficulty that some people go through i remember watching uh, a clip on on facebook one time of uh, a boy who appeared on america's got talent at 12 12 years uh, old and i i think he was born with uh, with a blood issue so he had leuko- uh, he was diagnosed with leukemia and uh, so from a very young age he was always always in and out of hospital and at school he was being mocked and and, and so forth and so forth and to make matters worse he had a single mother so you can imagine the kind of hardship that he could have faced while his peers were running around the school and getting to uh uh to understand things at their level while for him he was being mocked uh, because he looked frail and his 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 skin was pale and it was bad of course you know the innocence of kids not like they did it intentionally but they didn't know any better anyways so uh later on of course uh, by the grace of god he managed to beat cancer so at the age of 12 he appeared on america's got talent and he was playing the violin and now for him for his particular situation what his mother had to do was just to stand to stand because a time reaches where it's all about the lord he either has to show up or you're done but of course we know that the word of god is true that's why the psalmist tells us in psalms 119 verse 89 that forever oh lord your word is settled in heaven and the fact that the scripture already told us that have set before you life 
and death, blessings and curses, therefore choose life. Of course, uh, uh, as parents, we have a very huge role, okay, in the lives of our children. There are certain declarations that we make that are going to sustain them and also their posterity. Of course, she had to stand in the gap and the Lord showed his strength and this boy was made whole. Hallelujah. But you see, that is just one part. I remember years ago, I think uh, nine years now, I was watching TV and there was this guy who had gone through so much pain for almost a decade. I, I, I don't remember the, the exact sickness that, uh, that he was suffering from. So I was with this friend of mine and she told me, you see, the Lord cannot give you what you can't handle. Okay, uh, so at the time I asked her, okay, now all these people who are born blind and uh, and uh, th- uh, th- uh, th- these kids who are born deaf and, and all sorts of infirmities, does it mean that the Lord intended for them to be in those situations because they could handle the situations? Because for a large part, there are certain things that are going to inflict uh, people. But how you overcome them is the most important thing. Because the Bible tells us uh, in the book of in the book of John, uh, chapter ten, verse ten, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. There are certain things that happen to people so that the name of the Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified. All these uh, manipulations by the enemy and all these things that have pushed some people to the corner it is for the hand of God to show forth and for the world to know that indeed the word of, the, the word of God stands still. There are certain things that are hard to explain. There are certain things that you look at and you wonder how they could have happened. And, the, and, and of course when you see the word of God, Sometimes you even yourself are puzzled. Now, when you see certain scriptures, like Jeremiah 29, verses 11, which says, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. But then again, you see someone in infirmity for 20 years, and even despondent, and even... Uh, wonder if they ever did something to the Lord. Yet, of course, uh, the funny thing is that they were born that way. Now, how could they have done something to the Lord? The world, as we know it, many times, especially as the children of God, when we talk about the Lord and the wonderful things that he does, we tend to look at him from the realm of the things that we hold in our minds as possibilities. 
not looking at the incredible things that he is able to do over and beyond what we have seen before. So we are going to look at deliverances which are at our level because we believe that these are things that are probably achievable while the things that we've never seen before much as they exist in the word of God we're like ah maybe that is too much maybe that is asking so much from the Lord how is that going to be possible how many people have we seen around us who uh, of course the world calls lunatic okay who were born uh, 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 and they do not have the cognitive abilities of a normal person, okay? And so they cannot uh, really ha- have a proper uh, childhood. They cannot have a proper education. They cannot uh, uh, grow up and be people uh, to be uh, established in society, Okay. I remember the, the primary school that I went to, uh, we used to have uh, another section which was for the kids uh, who had uh, special needs. And we used to see them, but, but there was something always distinct about them. There was something that was distinct about them. The innocence at which they did some of the things that they did. And as we st- grew up uh, from the age of probably uh, six, seven, uh, eight, nine, you're reaching 12. You, for you, you are developing, but you see for them they're a bit stagnant. So what you'd expect a 12-year-old to do, they were still behaving like probably a six old so you ask yourself how could it have been and of course for the world that we live in when we see people like that we just give up we're like "Ah, maybe that's that fate there's nothing that is going to ever happen but when you read about the Zoe kind of life of the Lord that he promised us you think that this person cannot come out of that situation? You know, the psalmist says in uh, 78 verse 51, Yea, they turned back and tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. There is no sorrow on this earth that heaven cannot heal. This is a statement I think that I have mentioned quite a number of times on this podcast. There is no sorrow on this earth that Heaven cannot heal. So imagine the kind of pain that such people's parents go through to see their kids evolved in such a life. Well, there would have been peers are running around establishing themselves, maybe playing uh, football and having kickabouts with their friends while their own children are in bondage. Do they merely come unto the Lord and say, well, this is what you decided, so this is what I have. I read a story uh, from one of the books of the great Kenneth Hagin, uh, The Zoe Life, 
how uh, there was a certain girl who was born uh, that way, special needs child, and she was never able to get a proper education. So uh, she grew with her, her, her mother. Uh, I think her mother must have been a single mom at the time. And of course, uh, we are talking about recession uh, uh, at times in, 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 the, in the early, was it early? Okay, probably ni- 1930s, 1930s, 1940s, around there. And this girl was thinking like probably a seven-year-old. Yet at the time she was about 16, 17. But she still had the thought pattern of this. Yeah, not even a seven-year-old. Must have been maybe a four-year-old. Uh, the kind of uh, person who, who would roll maybe from the back pews up to the front to look for the mother and just sit beside the mother. And, the, and Kenneth Higgins said that this is something that used to make him so sad. Like while he's on the pulpit and he's ministering and he sees a girl who is 17 not able to even take care of herself. Her hair looked uh, all over the place. The kind of clothes that she, she wore were all dirty and sometimes she would even leave her, her shoes and walk barefoot. Uh, barefooted the kind of things that a kid of four year old uh, four years old would do and you, you don't worry much because you're like ah, this is a kid but when a 17 year old is doing that she feels sad now when she was about 18 uh, there was a revival that was happening at the time so they made an altar call so when people went in front to give their lives to Christ. This young lady, because she was now 18, stood up not knowing what was going on. She also went and lined up where the people were giving their lives to Christ. Now, when she left the front, something incredible happened. There was a whole transformation the hand of God was able to touch her and for the first time in her life she was able to reason. She was able to reason like an adult and the following week when she came back to church she sat in front with her mom and she was behaving like an adult. Now, there is a scripture in 2 Corinthians 5.17 which says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. It's incredible how the past 17 years or so would actually look irrelevant. (laughs) Because everything was able to transform in an instant. Everything was able to transform in an instant. She was now able to reason out certain things like an adult. How is that possible if it wasn't for the Lord? But of course, when we read some of these stories, we are like, wow, the Lord is powerful. But when we see people around us who are probably going through similar predicaments or 
certain situations that can be equated to this kind of bondage we're like ah maybe that's what the lord decided i don't really think uh, i i <laughs> i have the mental strength to stand in the gap for this it it looks like something that is uh th- that is too much so well they just have to live with it is that what it's supposed to be but the scripture tells us so i will restore to you the years that swarming locust has eaten the crawling locust the consuming locust and the chewing locust my great army which i sent among you the lord is able to restore the years that the locust has eaten and all these kinds of canker worms and whatever kind of worms the lord is able to restore the years it's so incredible that this girl who for the first 17 years of her life wasn't really living it's like she was just going through then at the age of 18 boom the hand of the lord holds her now she had an elder sister who was established had an education got married to a certain man so this girl at the age of 18 the hand of god starts taking her on incredible strides so she was working uh, uh, in a farm and a certain gentleman saw her and liked her so what this gentleman did was come and uh, pursued her told her his intentions and well she accepted but this gentleman used to work in the army so uh, for, for 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 a while he always used to go uh, and uh, serve but of course uh, in those times they used to really uh, communicate through letters so he used to write her letters but she, she didn't know how to read neither did she know how to write so she used to always uh, sit with uh, uh, this gentleman's uh, mother her mother in law and uh, of course she would read uh, uh, read to her the letters and 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 then ask her what she would want uh, to, uh, to to uh, to communicate to her husband so always the mother in law used to write write back of course uh, with uh, this girl's narration so later on uh, this gentleman told the mother you know what eh? teach her how to write because i want to re- read a letter that has been written by her so of course uh, for for a number of months uh, this girl was learning how to write and and, and a few things so when she kind of kind of thought okay she was now confident enough to do certain things uh, in regards to her literature and uh, even reading and so forth she wrote a letter to her husband who was away now the mother of the gentleman before first posting it she read the letter and was so amazed that she first ran with it to Kenneth again to show him the kind of letter that the girl had written and Kenneth again says that the letter was so good 
apart from just a few uh, grammatical errors, but it was so good that it would pass for someone who had a proper education. That is what the Lord is able to do. And the story, of course, goes on because later on, uh, an accident happened and uh, the, uh, the, the husband got killed. But she got compensated quite a huge sum of money, a huge sum of money, that she became one of the wealthiest women in the area. Not because of the money, no, but because of how she invested the money. She bought properties and established herself in that town. Her children, whom she had had with uh, uh, her husband, were some of the most intelligent kids in the area, best dressed, most disciplined, and always participated in church. While her elder sister, who had proper education, was living in dire straits. Yet for her, she initially, it looked like she was on the right path, while this one was headed for, well, total dependence for the rest of her life. How could the tide have changed just like that? It was because of the hand of God. The hand of God. For something that looked innocent, she saw people going to make an altar call and she also got off her seat not knowing what was going on and she just went and lined up. And declarations were made. She walked back, but something happened there was a transaction in the spirit. You know, there are certain things that happen and you don't even know how they happen. You know, there are even some prayers that the spirit of God makes on your behalf. Like Romans 8, 26, which says, Likewise, the spirit also hopes our infirmities, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. There are some things that we do not know. But now for this particular scripture, it makes me remember uh, uh, the scripture in Isaiah 9 uh, 9, uh, from verse uh, 1 and 2, which says, uh, Nevertheless, the dimness shall not be such as was in her vexation. When at, at the first he lightly afflicted the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, and afterward did more grievously afflict her by the way of the sea beyond Jordan in Galilee of the nations. The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them has the light shined. This is an example where the girl who seemingly walked in darkness saw a great light and the Lord was able to carry her out of that situation. Boom. And now she was standing upon her feet. And the moment you stand upon your feet and you know that indeed I would never have been here if it wasn't for the Lord, you are established. So when we see our lives, if the Lord is able to transform such a person, 
with such a miracle? What makes you think that your situation is so hard that the hand of God cannot lift you? Because we, the, yeah, we, we live in a world where people see certain things happen and they give up. And they're like, oh, no. it's cancer? Well, so be it. How is it possible? Then you start uh, giving examples of the people that you know who have gone through the same and never recovered. Then you give examples of people that you've read about. Then you uh, pull out statistics of the people in the world who have gone through such situations. We know that some things happen, but you shouldn't accept that to be your portion. You shouldn't accept that to be something that you're meant uh, to live with for the rest of your life. No, you are different. You were created to live a separate path. And if certain things are not happening the, the way, uh, the way uh, you'd have wished them, you persist. Persist and never give up. You remember uh, the parable of the of the persistent widow in Luke 18? Then he spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not lose heart, saying, There was in a certain city a judge who did not fear God nor regard man. Now there was a widow in that city, and she came to him saying, Get justice for me from my adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, Though I do not fear God nor regard man, yet because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her lest by her continual coming she uh, wears me. Then the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge said. And shall God not avenge his own elect who cry out day and night to him? Though he bears long with them, I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? Do we really show faith in the earth? Okay? What is that one thing that you want from the Lord? And how persistent are you in regards to it until it actually manifests? I was sharing with uh, with uh, with colleagues uh, a few days ago, and I told them, I think, uh, that in the New Testament there are only two people who the Lord told that they had great faith. That's the Roman centurion in Matthew eight, then the Syrophoenician woman in Matthew uh, uh, Matthew uh, fifteen. Now. In Matthew 15, this woman comes and cries out unto the Lord, Son of David, have mercy upon me. And the Lord just ignores her. But she kept on <laughs> calling out for him. And of course the disciples are telling him, no, you know what, chase her, let her, let her go away. But this woman came and bowed down unto him and worshipped him. And what did the Lord Say, he said, it is not good to take children's bread and throw it to the dogs. 
But the woman persisted and said, Yes, Lord. But even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall off from the master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, Oh, woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. Because she was yearning for her daughter to make whole, and indeed, her daughter was made whole. Glory to God. You persist. Having done all, you have to stand and say, you know what? I have nowhere to go. You're all that I have, Lord. You're all that I have. So I have to just stand. That's what Ephesians 6, 13 tells us. Therefore, take up the whole arm of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all, to stand. A point reaches where? Well, you cannot go any further on your own. So, all you have to do is stand and tell the Lord, you know what? I have nowhere to go. Please show up. Glory to God. May that be your portion. Okay? May that be your portion. Because regardless of the situation, regardless of how long it has been, a woman, 18 years, bound, not 13, the Lord Jesus Christ releases her from that bondage of infirmity. For we have not a high priest who cannot be touched by the feelings of our infirmities. Hebrews 4, 15. We have not a high priest. He's touched by the things that we go through. He knows. All you have to do is cry unto him. And he's going to manifest. Show him that you are indeed thirsty. If anyone thirsts, let him come unto me and drink. That's what he says in John 7. And he who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Verse 38. Come unto him and drink. Desire to be a partaker of what has already been bestowed upon you. Because all these things have been prepared for us. We have to enter into them. We have to reach a point where we do not accept negative things that happen around us because we know, especially as the children of God, we know that the Lord has prepared these things for us. We have to move from that position where we are like, maybe this is my fate. I do not know what to do. So, let whatever happen, happen. to make a decision and say I'm looking towards the Lord because he is the only one who is able to pull me out of that situation. He is the only one who is going to carry me out of that situation and put me in a state of rest. What are the things that you confess? Hebrews 10.23 tells us, let us hold fast unto the confession of our without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. The King James Version says, the profession of our faith. Hold on. Do not let 
there's certain things that happen in the natural confuse you. Do not let your surroundings confuse you. Do not let the stories of other people confuse you. It doesn't matter. Because the Lord is going to identify with you as an individual. You come unto him in faith. You come unto him and indeed that darkness is going to turn into light. It doesn't matter how long it has been. It doesn't matter who is looking at you. And the greatest thing that can happen to you is when people have mocked you. Then the hand of God comes and shows himself strong. <laughs> Glory to God. You know, <laughs> one of uh, the scriptures that I love are uh, so much portions of scripture. Psalms 126. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then said they among the heathen, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us. Wherefore, we are glad. Hmm. Then said they among the heathen, the Lord has done great things for them. That even the people who are outside, the non-believers, shall indeed see that indeed this is the hand of God. No man can do this. No man can do this. So of course when we walk around, we see people. I remember, uh, must have been about 20 years ago, because I was, I was still young. I was still young. Uh, I'll never forget the lamentations of a certain woman. Because by the grace of God, we were privileged to have certain things as children. Uh, we're having proper education. But just uh, outside where we're staying, uh, the, 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 there was a woman who who had two children and life wasn't so kind to them in the natural so uh, one of the younger boys died so one thing that has never left my mind was how she cried saying that her son has died without ever putting on shoes Even as a young boy, this is something that touched me. It was sad. So, the people who never ever got the opportunities that you got. Okay, for her, at the time, I've never met her since. I, I, I don't even know where she is, but I hope uh, the hand of God pulled her out of whatever situation that she was in, but it, it, it wasn't delightful. It wasn't delightful because I still remember the kind of house uh, they were staying in. Okay. Th that is for her. But there are other people maybe born blind, maybe born with a terminal uh, illness, and so forth and so forth and you probably think that the world 
is toppling you over and you probably think that you are useless that you're never going to make it in life believe you me just look upon the lord jesus christ with faith and make certain things a part of you knowing that you are not a victim that your situation is an opportunity for an incredible testimony to manifest it doesn't matter what people think all but all that matters is your belief and trust in the lord jesus christ that is how you're going to have a testimony that shall be speaking for the rest of your life and people shall come unto you and ask you how did it happen and all you shall say is glory to the lord jesus christ hallelujah just have faith to not give up keep on moving because one day you shall be singing you shall be singing with songs of joy like the psalmist tells us in psalms 119 your testimonies have I taken as a heritage forever for they are the rejoicing of my heart that shall be your portion keep that and see to it that what you desire indeed manifests in your life may the lord bless you have a blessed week